This week on Mindful Headlines, I'll tell you about an after-school program that's near and dear to my heart. It's called Girls on the Run. Practices are after school or before school, 90 minutes um, with three coaches, usually 15 to 20 girls. You don't really just run. It's much more than that. The program is for girls in third through fifth grade and teaches them about positive body image, coping with difficult emotions, teamwork how to make friends, loving yourself, how the media portrays girls, just to name a few topics. It's a program I've personally been involved with in various cities I've lived in, Las Vegas, San Francisco, and now here in Seattle. I've been a coach and supported numerous events. The program is for several months, often meeting once or twice a week after school, and the girls set a goal to complete a 5K. And guess what? They are about to finish that goal this weekend here in Puget Sound. If you're a parent of a young girl, this may be a great program to enroll them in next season. And if you're an adult looking to volunteer, take it from me. It is super fun and fulfilling. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Izzy Geronimo. She's the events and outreach manager for Girls on the Run of Puget Sound. Izzy, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. So for listeners that don't know what the program is, tell us a little bit about Girls on the Run. Yeah, so Girls on the Run is in a nonprofit that's an after-school-based program for girl-identifying youth where they learn about different life skills and different social-emotional learning things. And then they also run as well in these practices. So practices are after school or before school, 90 minutes um, with three coaches, usually 15 to 20 girls per team, and they meet twice a week. Um, We have a fall season and a spring season and then a culminating 5k. Yeah. So the 5k for folks that don't know is happening this upcoming weekend. Uh, What day is that? The 23rd? Is that right? 22nd. 22nd. I better not be late because I am going to emcee the event and I'm so excited about it because I have participated with Girls on the Run in several different cities. And um, here in the Seattle area, it's for what ages? For ages, so third through eighth grade. So we have a third through fifth grade program, which is usually eight to 10 or 11 year olds, you know, the school systems, you don't know if they're 10 or 11 in the fifth grade. Um, But third through fifth grade is our girls on the run program. And then our sixth through eighth grade is our heart and soul program. So each program um, has different like I said, life skills that pertain to that age group. So more the middle school is more about social, working on a team, as well as um, body image and social media and things like that. How many girls participate in Girls on the Run in the Puget Sound area? Yeah, so this season, um, the 2022 spring season, we have 1,200 girls Pre-pandemic, we had over 3,000 girls. Wow. So, yeah, we cover our council, Girls on the Run Puget Sound, covers a pretty big area from Shoreline all the way down to Puyallup, all the way to Snoqualmie North Bend area. So we have a lot of different school districts. Walk me through the process of, like, why something physical with something educational? Because I think that that's what makes Girls on the Run a really unique program. Yeah. So what I think is so cool about Girls on the Run, yes, we call it Girls on the Run, but I like to call it Girls on the Move, right? So 
fit or participants don't necessarily need to be running at all times in practices. So they can walk, they can skip, they can jump, leapfrog. That's what we tell them to do all those things. So what I think is so cool is incorporating life skills and this movement together. I think it is so important for participants to be able to kind of associate with both. So we have different lessons. For example, one is like, a stop and go. So you go when you hear something nice and you stop when something's a little challenging or you hear something from a peer that you necessarily don't like. So associating those together makes it great, especially for younger girls who may not really understand about social emotional learning or how to control your emotions, right? I know in the third, fourth, and fifth grade, I had no idea my what my emotions were like. So incorporating them together, I think is super awesome. And then having this 5k at the end, um, like we were talking about before, it just is a really great kind of end of year celebration for the girls to like realize like, yeah, I got through this 10 week or eight week program that we're having this season. Um, and it's just a huge celebration and just a lot of fun to bring the community together and also celebrate them and their achievements throughout the season. And um, what else I think is really unique about this program is that you're setting this long-term goal, right? At the end of 10 weeks or at the end of eight weeks in this case, you are going to run a 5k. We're going to practice enough incrementally that you're going to be able to run this 5k, which is a big accomplishment when you're in third grade or fifth grade. Um, And I think there's a lot of power in that in and of itself, because so many of us, even as adults, we struggle with setting goals and actually accomplishing them. Um, How do you feel about that aspect of the program? And why is that so important? Yeah, it's like you said, as Adults, we set goals, but not necessarily as kids where we set in goals at a third through fifth grade level. Um, At the beginning of each practice, girls also set their goals. So their lap goals is what we call it, how many laps they're going to run that day. And no one, coaches, other um, participants don't look at this paper. So it's your own personal goal. And I think it's so great that they're able to do that. And gradually, because I coached... um, unfortunately during the COVID year. So that was cut short, but I coached and it was so great to see girls in the three weeks we had together, just always increasing their goals and being like, oh, I ran four laps this first day. I'm going to run eight this next day kind of thing. And what's so great about Girls on the Run is it's a non-competitive program. So we only focus on the finishing and the accomplishments and what makes you feel good. So it's not about, oh, Sally's going to finish first today and that's her goal. We don't we don't really focus on that. We're like, okay, Sally had her goal of 10 laps and she fulfilled that and that is so awesome. And so that's what we like to focus on, those goals rather than wanting to be first, second, third, or fourth. In certain ways, Girls on the Run has been ahead of its time um, with mental health. Mental health is something that we've talked a lot about, especially um, depression in children and mental health issues that have come up during the pandemic. It was really difficult to be a school-aged child, whether that's elementary, middle, high school, college, during these years. And I think that Girls on the Run has a pretty robust program encouraging Uh, wellness in the mental health space, right? Definitely. Yeah, we have 
like you said, different lessons that acknowledge your emotions and how you feel, figuring out what makes you feel good inside and what makes you not feel good inside. And I think, like you said, with the pandemic and everything happening, a lot of girls really lost touch with other people and also communication skills. We were doing lessons over Zoom, but you can't really kind of have that connection with another girl over Zoom. It was really sad to see, but I'm glad we were able to bring it back this season um, in terms of being in person, in schools. And then also if we weren't able to be in schools, we had community teams at different parks throughout the Puget Sound as well. So I think that was really helpful. And a lot of families have come back to us saying like, they're so glad that this program came back because it's so good for their girl because they're able to interact with other people. Finally, I know like they've been behind a computer for two years, which is so insane to me. Did you have any um, this season, any specific lessons that pertain to what was happening during the pandemic? Um, Is that something that came up? Um, I know that Girls on the Run International kind of tweaked some things to talk more about communication, working on a team, because, of course, these girls who are participating now have never participated in Girls on the Run because they if they were, they would have been in kindergarten or first grade when um, the pandemic started. So really honing in and focusing on that. And then obviously because of COVID and COVID still being around, um, we did a lot of training with our coaches about how to handle certain situations. Obviously, if COVID comes up, um, Girls on the Run International is starting to incorporate mental health more, of course, like you were saying. So we'll probably see that in the next one or two years more. And there is some evidence, right, that physical activity, moving your body when you're learning something new and you're just learning, especially as a child, is really important. Yes, so important, especially because youth are stuck behind a computer or phone. I mean, Having Zoom class probably didn't help that, but really incorporating being outside. Of course, rainy Seattle, you're inside for some practices, but incorporating some movement is so important. Like I said, they're stuck behind computers. They're used to technology and being able to step away from that and realize like, oh, I can go outside and do some fun things with my friends while also learning about different things is super fun. Can you clarify this as well? You don't have to be into running. Like your child does not have to love running to participate in Girls on the Run. So even though Girls on the Run is the name of the program, even if they're not the most athletic or they have no interest in sports, this could be a really cool way to get them to do something different, right? You said it perfectly. You don't have to be an athlete. You don't have to be a runner. Your girl doesn't have to be someone who's super physical. I would say it's just all about learning these life skills. And then running is just the fun part of it or movement. Like I said earlier, movement is the fun part of it. And just getting to move your body around. And if you're not a runner, that's totally fine. We have girls who've walked the 5k who have skip the 5k. We don't time it. So it doesn't matter to us. We just want to see all girls finish and all girls accomplish their goals. And I would say it's the same thing for coaches as well. We get so many questions from coaches like, I'm not a runner. How, like, how am I supposed to teach them things? I'm like, it's not about being a runner. It's just about empowering the youth and empowering other people to be their best selves um, and just living a healthy lifestyle as well. 
Yeah. And if people are listening and they're wondering how to support a program like Girls on the Run, how do they do that? Yeah. So you can go to our website, www.goderpugetsound.org, and it will have all the information there on how to start a site. We're having an upcoming fall season, which is going to be exciting. And we do fall and spring now. And then we also have camp as well this summer. So there's a lot of opportunities um, to volunteer or for girls to participate. So that's where you would go. Okay. I'll put the link in the show notes. And just to be clear, yeah. that's G-O-T-R, not yeah, G-O-T-R. <laughs> he said Goder and it made me laugh. Oh, did I really? <laughs> My bad. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Is there anything I haven't asked you that you want to share about the, the program? You know, as I said, I'm excited to, to MC the 5k this weekend. I think what's really neat about the 5k as well as the girls get to see that they have fellow runners from all these different school districts and it just culminates in this big party at the end. Yeah, it's really exciting. And also this year, it's our 20th birthday. So Girls on the Run Puget Sound has been around for 20 years now. So we're going to have, we call it a birthday bash. We have vendors coming. We have the Fisher Scone food truck coming as, as well as Legends Donuts. Um, and then a lot of our sponsors will be there as well, um, handing out some goodies. And yeah, it's just going to be a really fun time. And obviously it's our first big event post COVID since 2019. So it's exciting to see, um, some coaches come back who we haven't seen in two years, some, um, site liaison. So that's who is in charge of like heading the school teams, seeing them after two years, seeing some coaches and girls grow up and be middle schoolers or running buddies for their younger siblings. Like that's always insane to me to see them, uh, <laughs> But it's, it's going to be so cool, and we're so excited. And like we said, fingers crossed for good weather this weekend because we love a sunny 5K. Yes, absolutely. I always, um, when I describe it to other people who don't know what it is, and I say, oh, I'm going to go do this event, I say it's a little bit of organized chaos, you know, yeah. and it's <laughs> we have that many uh, elementary school kids running, but it's a blast. Yes. Um, is there anything else you want to share? Um, no, but thank you so much for having me. Um, this has been so awesome and I'm just so excited for the 5k this weekend having you there. Me too, Izzy. Thanks so much for being a part of the podcast. Once again, that was Izzy Geronimo with Girls on the Run. I have links to the program in our show notes and I hope you'll consider supporting them. I'm Jessica Janner Castro. You've been listening to Mindful Headlines. Please share with your friends and family and I'll see you next time.